Welcome to Season 3 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Kat King, the co-founder of Society One, a co-working space in Preston City Centre. We're going to be talking all about this uh, working space and what it's like. But first, a big welcome to the podcast, Kat. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It's it's lovely to talk to you. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's great to be involved. Thank you. So talk to me about Society One. You're one of the co-founders. When and kind of why was this set up as a business? Okay, so we've been open for just over five years now. Um, it's There's three of us in the team that started it, which is myself, my husband, Brendan, and my brother, Chris. And this year, um, Callie has joined us in the team as well. So um, there's four of us all together now running the space, and we all have different sort of things that we bring to to the table, which is great. We've got a nice mix between the team, which I think makes for a great uh, working setup as well. So Society One is a co-working space, as you say. So what that means is we have um, desks, meeting room spaces, event spaces that we uh, rent out. And people can use the place in all different ways. So from ad hoc days to come in and work, some people rent dedicated desks and use the space as their home every day. And then, like I say, we have meeting rooms that are available for members and uh, non-members as well. So we have a mix of all different people that use the space in that way. But the undertone of everything that we do, as a, and I think this is often the difference between a co-working space and shared offices, is we have we focus really heavily on community and the people at work there and what they can help everybody can help each other how we can help them which is all kind of the business part of it which is the kind of the nuts and bolts but what has become really clear to us over the the five years that we've been there is the amount of friendships that get born just from being together we've met so many lovely people it's been it's been fantastic, you know, on a personal level as well. Because just before we started Society One, we moved back from Australia. My husband's wow. Australian, and we'd been away for a long time. So it's only re- it's kind of recently this thought has come come really strongly into my mind that I think we set up a business that we were looking for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think at the time we probably realised that's what we were doing, um, and and. It just, we feel as part of it as anybody else and the amount of friends we've made through it and like-minded people doing similar things. It's just brilliant. We love it. And so you'd set this up five years ago. So this was before the pandemic and before the whole working from home became a necessity and has actually changed the way office life is now. Like um, I know places do hybrid working two days from home, two days in the office and things like that, or they'll they'll completely they've realized that you can do it just from home so you were kind of ahead of that trend did you did you notice a real pickup during the pandemic um so in terms of when we opened beforehand so we were just before the pandemic happened we were three years open and um 
in terms of a concept, I think we were quite new for Preston. The shared workspaces, but in terms of co-working space, there wasn't anything else doing the same as us. So as we opened, it was quite interesting. A lot of our marketing was all around what is co-working, how to use it, what to do. And then when COVID came along, we just kind of got to the point where it was doing its thing and it was busy and, you know, it, we really kind of just got to that point where we're like, yes, this is it. You know, this is brilliant. It's all happening. And then when COVID happened, it just kind of killed it, to be honest with you, because oh. everybody, yeah, well, in the time of the actual kind of pandemic and work from home orders, because it's the absolute, at the time when it was work from home, it's the opposite of what of we Yes, yeah, so, of course. We we were we and, and like for a good eighteen months, you know, all of our messaging, everything just kind of went because it, we couldn't say come and work with us. Yeah, <laughs> because it was work from home. Yeah, because so, I guess you're proper like like co working, whereas yeah. in the pandemic you weren't. But but I guess once people the pandemic is well the lockdowns are over and people are still working from home. I guess for them now that's yeah. better for you. That's it. Well, that's the interesting bit. So since um, everybody's been sort of back to work and and kind of post-pandemic, it's been really interesting because a lot of the things that we spent a lot of our time talking about beforehand, um, they've become like just really recognisable terms. Like a few years ago, like you said, hybrid working. It was it was out there. When it's not a new thing. It's not been recently invented. But it wasn't like kind of the staple that it is starting to become or just or even an aspiration, really, for a lot of companies and, and, and individuals. So that's interesting. And I think the idea of working from home and a lot of companies giving up their offices completely, um, I think, is super interesting for us. And we are seeing a difference in the way people are working. But um I think that will develop over time. I mean, we'll have people who work from home full time. And I think it's a kind of classic situation that it feels like the holy grail, doesn't it, to be able to work from home and everybody wants to do it. And I think at first it's it's wonderful. It feels great and having the freedom. But sort of six months, seven months of doing it every day, it's like, oh, actually, do you know what? It would be nice to get out and be around yeah. some people. So I think, you know, I, people always say talk to me about, you know, what do you think it is? What do people want? And I think for me, it's choice and the ability to have flexibility, but be fundamentally be able to choose when you do it on a day when it suits you to work from home, work from home. And on another day when you want to get out and have a reason to, to get out around other people, which is so healthy. It does you so much good to do it. Um, I think that's kind of the magic ticket. If you can do a little bit of both, and ultimately on your own terms is like the absolute winner, isn't it? But yeah. it's interesting. We have seen com um, some companies coming to us who uh, pre-pandemic had everybody working in an office and that was just a given. And then they gave up their leases. So now their teams come to us maybe once a week or mm. twice a week. It depends on book meeting rooms. So they are just not going back to the office at all and working in like say this kind of hybrid fashion so those are the ones that are really interesting that's something different because it takes a bit of a shift of mindset from the business owners and managers to work in that way you yeah. know it's a bit of a challenge really to get your head around it but you can see the benefit yeah with the ones that are doing it 
So describe the space um, and kind of what it's like for people, kind of, I guess, how many desks and meeting rooms and what, what it's kind of like as a building. Okay, so it's super eclectic. The building is a really good way of sort of starting off. So it used to be my parents' restaurant, which was the Alpenhof restaurant years ago, which was an Alpine-themed restaurant. So, and then after they retired, it, we rented it out to, to other restaurant owners. The last one that was there was the Duck Pond, which was a South American tapas bar. So um, when we took over and we did the refurbishment, we kept quite a lot of the sort of the feel and the style of some of the restaurant pieces in there. But uh, so it kind of creates this like hybrid of kind of cafe, bar, library, office, university, common room. You know, it's yeah. be a really good way of, of explaining it. So there are social spaces and we have a kitchen with like and then tables and couches there's a pool table on the ground floor and then there's some in another area there's um hot desks we have like electric desks that will go to standing and then the first floor is three floors so the first floor has a different sort of style it's a little slightly more um kind of want to say officey but it's not nowhere in the building is kind of a normal office there's no sort of carpet tiles and suspended ceilings you know it's it's it has a, a really nice feel lots of color lots of vibrancy which was all done on purpose to be an inspirational space so there's some um where are we now about 18 desks on the first floor and then there's three meeting rooms there so two of them glass one of them um, is a private room we have all of them have like all the tech in there to do video calls and conferencing calls so that's another thing that started actually of doing kind of these uh, like hybrid meetings so with teams yeah. that are working in different areas we've got a few people that come and they have say three members of their team in Preston and three say in London but they come and use the space and they have their meeting together but they dial into a, a meeting in another in another area so that's really cool and then the top floor um, of the building has a totally different feel as well. That's a little bit more like industrial loft style sort of setting. Um, and there's a large workshop space on the top floor, which is a big glass room, which gets booked for training and different events, presentations, all of those. Then on, on that floor, there's all the variety of different desks, but they're set up a little bit more kind of in pods. So it, nothing's closed off. But there's areas that if you've got a team, you could rent it as a team and have your own area within the overall space. Yeah. So that feels really nice. And then we have really good coffee machines and there's teas and biscuits and fruit, which is all included. And then we have other snacky things that you can buy. And, and, and so what, it's really fluid <laughs> space. And what a great place for if you where you worked for yourself you know self-employed business in Preston um and then someone else does that and then you're ending up sitting near each other in this area and then they can you can kind of bounce ideas or chat to each other and network and and kind of not feel as lonely on your own if you will setting up or being in your own business because I know that that can be quite lonely like it's great to work for yourself but you want people around you so it feels like you've kind of got everything covered in that respect which is really really good um you mentioned community and obviously that's a big 
a big part of this. Um, why why was that such a key philosophy for you? Well, I think you've absolutely nailed it from what you've just said around the the benefits if you're working for yourself and and so on of, of people around you. But the community side of it for us, it's important. I think we're just we're very much wired that way ourselves. People are really important, and it's a part of the business that we we love. Um, co-working as an industry, if 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 you if you look at anything around it, it's everything is always born from the idea of community. Um, but I think for us, it's just a very natural thing to happen. It's we're we're all service based in our background. We've all done worked in hospitality. So kind of the the people element of it is just kind of inbuilt into us. But I think it it's worked really well with what we're doing, again, because of our experiences. We've traveled a lot. We've worked, worked in different places. And like Brendan and myself, of course, we lived in Chamonix for four years. Right. And I did, did the classic thing of went to do a ski season and then didn't leave. <laughs> and uh, so like in those sorts of places when you're traveling and your community is everything and everyone you get to know and everybody sticks together because you're all having this shared experience so I think if that's when you've had that if that's sort of part of you it's just natural that that overspills into everything else and honestly it is the part of it that I really really enjoy and if people are in are working and enjoying the space that's great and that's lovely but when you hear that one person's worked with the other one or you get someone's had a, a recommendation for for a client or you know all varying things or it's just those like random conversations over a cup of coffee that you hear that someone knows someone else and they've got that common denominator or they're having a problem on a piece of work and someone has has a thought or mm a bit of help it that it's just lovely and then there's the social element we do do some drink socials and little bits of events and things where we all get together and it's just it's really really nice because I think it's the part when you work for yourself or you work from home a lot it's just missing the idea of of colleagues you know it's yeah. uh, it's hard it's hard to find that and I think it's nice, especially if you work independently, it's something lovely about working yourself and being freelance, but being able to kind of have colleagues without working for a company is, is yeah. a, sort of a funny way to see it. But yeah, no, it's lovely. It's just really kind of heartwarming. <laughs> is that what inspired the name Society One, that kind of community aspect? Yeah, very much so. Um, I mean, like naming anything, it's always really difficult. <laughs> Anybody who's sort of set something up, you go through all different words and what does it mean? But absolutely, it was it was a play in those words, one society, a society one. It's a, all about people and what it means to be part of something really is the root of it. And as soon as you feel part of something, you feel at home, don't you? And I think it's something that's important to all of us to 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 be included and feel comfortable and that's the thing that we really strive for and I think I think we do it really well I hope we do um that um you know the types of the ways people explain how they feel when they're working with us it's it is it's easy it's relaxed it's comfortable but you know 
it has all the business benefits as well, which is obviously important. But when you do something like this, it's often about investing in yourself to make some time to get out, to go and meet other people. And it's great if you can if you can do that in a nice way. It's like, you know, networking. We all have to do some networking, but sometimes going to the, the big events, it's it's daunting and it's scary. You know, doing it in this way lets you do it in a much more gradual and natural way which is lovely really so what's included in in the um I guess the plans or or the different levels like what what if someone's wanting to hire a space what are the kind of different levels and included things so we do a few different variations on on packages so everything we do is only like a month's commitment so you can move up and down or cancel or start stop doesn't doesn't matter it's all that super super easy so um it starts off we do um, what we call a community plan which is 16 pounds a month and that includes a day to come and work and then just add on days as often as as you want but with that one it's the beauty of that it just starts you off and gets you into the community we do loads of like bits of events that go on and loads of communications we have a slack channel which is like a members platform that you can kind of talk to each other on and it kind of it goes up and down in busyness you know it's some days it's super busy other days it's not you know it's not like a kind of bombardment so it's really nice and then we do a community plus which is 54 pounds a month and that's four days to come in anytime Monday to Friday and then we do a couple of more inclusive plans that if um, you want to work more often and like at the weekends or evenings so we do a flexi plan which is 160 pounds and you can come in as often as you want for that and it includes a little bit of meeting room time a bit of printing as well and then we have a dedicated desk where you get a your own home, a little desk <laughs> to with drawers and you can put your monitor and your teddy bear, whatever you want on. And that's £260 a month and come again, come in as often as you want. And everything includes tea and coffee and fruit and biscuits and oh yeah, VAT is included on those things as well. So yeah. yeah, we can just do an all all up. We kind of go for full transparency on those things. And then in terms of meeting rooms, it really just varies on with size and people and and so on. But kind of the starting off around like for if you for a non-member to come and book a room from about twenty five pound an hour, something like that, for one of the meeting rooms. But that includes everybody coming in. Yeah. Well, that- and there's also there's too many variations on the <laughs> really good value they really really good value so what's your capacity like how many people could you have in at different desks all at once well again that really depends on like the, the different ones because the dropping ones you get you know you could have so we've got over we've got over 130 members wow. currently using the space in all different ways and a few more on top of that with 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 teams so and we're we're certainly not at capacity um, but in terms of desks, we've got, um, I should really know this off the top of my head, shouldn't I? About 18, 20, 30, probably about 50 odd, 60 odd desks. And then there's spaces to work alongside that. You know, there's some sofas and like sort of softer places, some standing tables. All so there's plenty of capacity. The building's big, it's a bit of a TARDIS. You sort of, uh, it keeps going and going and going. And there's all the little like nooks and crannies and 
sort of nice sort of uh, different areas yeah. to mix it up it's good it's nice that you've kept that kind of feel to what the the, the building had previously and not kind of just uh you know redone it all inside and made it quite sterile it, I think it like from what you're describing it has a real character about it oh yeah and that was that was certainly the intention to do that um weirdly when we did the uh the work on the building the ground floor and the first floor was the old restaurant um and then the top floor was offices originally but we did more work on the floor that was offices than we did on the others which <laughs> You know, kind of, you would think the other way around, but um, the the floor that was offices, it just was so bland. It was like carpet tiles, suspended ceilings, whitewash walls, white trunking everywhere. It was just like the opposite of, of what we wanted to create. So we just literally ripped everything out, the whole lot out. It was uh, certainly blood, sweat, and tears went into doing that, and then just started from scratch. And um, the difference it that you know it's like anything isn't it you know you put the effort in and and yeah, sort of bit of heart and soul in it 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 changes and we were really involved in all of that we designed everything ourselves and we worked on it every day with the contractors and we tried to use things from the building that were in there so like the partitions on the top floor that separate the different areas we made those out of the old tables that were in huh. in the restaurant and we made our own boardroom table from, so we found this place, uh, this reclamation yard. So we bought these old like science lab tables and uh, uh, put uh, jointed them together and built a frame for the, well, had a steel frame built, but it has like the Bunsen burner holes in the middle of the table and things like that. And you know, I just love things that are creative. I think it makes, you know, makes a place what it is. Everything yeah. has a little story around yeah. it. And, we had this huge wall on on the top floor, and we were like, "What are we going to do with it?" Because it was massive. And then we found a a place that do um, these fantastic mural pictures and wallpaper. So we have this enormous bookcase that's um, it, it looks real, but it's it's actually wallpaper. And there's so many people that have their pictures taken in front of it. When I look on like LinkedIn and Instagram, I always see people's profile pictures with our bookcase in the background. It's lovely. Yeah really nice I love, that. I love how creative it is Are the majority of the people then freelancers and and kind of working for themselves in like a creative industry or is it or is it such a range of different industries it's a huge range and um, all sorts yes we do have it because of the style of it and the nature of it it does kind of lean towards creative industries sort of naturally and I think as an industry co-working kind of does however we we don't it's not just creatives and again it's something that I love we have all sorts of different businesses we have a um, risk compliance company we have solicitors we have engineers cab designers web designers SEO specialists graphic designers um, Shopify experts coders and then we have somebody who works in wastewater we have you know accountants we've got three or four accountants uh, hr just everything and it's brilliant and we always set out to try and create that because i think there are some places that um, focus on particular industries 
and co-work and then you'll have to maybe be a digital business to be part of it and so on which is you know has its own place um but we we didn't want to do that and that's really paid off because the the mix and of of and the richness within the the community is just lovely and you could if somebody was starting up a business and they came in and they needed you know a number of different elements to support what they're doing they could literally find everything within the community yeah you know and that's that's ace and I love it when someone puts like a message out on the slack channel I need someone to help me with this this bit on my website's broken and you know you get someone's like I can help you I can or I know somebody could do that you know it's brilliant it's lovely yeah that's so lovely you mentioned these networking events have you any coming up in February March April or is that is that just members only or how does how do they work so we do a mixture. So a few of the events are members only. So we do our socials, uh, which we do a breakfast social and a Friday drink social. We try and do one of those each month. And then we have started. So, so with COVID, we had to like stop all of our events. So in the last six, eight months, we kind of got our events program going again. So we do some things called table talks, which at the moment are members only, which are they're like just an hour in the day we get together and have a chat around the table around a topic and the idea is it could be business focused but it doesn't have to be business focused so we've got one coming up on Thursday which is around sustainability and how to live you know ideas of how to live which is a bit a bit of a passion project of mine I'm going to lead that one so it's just like you know not everything has to necessarily be work related it's just nice informative things so that'll just be a chat around experiences and ideas and, and different things on that we had um an event last week um which was hosted by one of our members drew who has founded a business called club soda where they help people um be more mindful around drinking so he got they've opened just recently opened up a tasting room for non-alcoholic drinks it's like a non-alcoholic bar mm-hmm. in london so they he got some drink samples for us to try. And so he hosted an evening where we taste all these drinks. We talked to he gave us sort of a bit of a presentation around sort of the topics he talks around. So things like that we do. So they tend to be more kind of community in-house things. But then we do some open events like open days and uh, sort of speaker events, which we've done in partnership in the past with groups like Creative Lancashire and Digital Lancashire. And they are generally a speaker with some uh, networking beforehand. And that's on the ground floor. Again, super, super relaxed. So we're hoping to get some more of those things going in the next few months. So yeah, they'll they'll be the ones that are open to anybody. But we want to do another open day coming up where we just do a an invite, an open invite for anybody who wants to come and have a look around and work for the day. But the one thing we do do as just an absolute standard regular, if anybody's interested in trying out working with us, we do a free day pass on the website. So anybody can just go on and register for a free day pass and then just come and try working. And that's a really good way to kind of get a feel for it, which is nice. But yeah, we do all sorts. And we're always open to doing events and doing different things. <laughs> no, it's exciting and a busy place and a it's a really inspiring place to work. So if you were to describe it in three words, which will be hard just because of the different aspects of it, how would you describe it? Describe <laughs> it. 
I would say inspirational, friendly, and oh gosh, what would else would I say? It's hard to narrow it down. Open. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good words. Um, and, sorry, go on. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I think, well, for all of those things for me are like super, super important. And like I've like we said before, like the business side of things, for me, that's kind of the nuts and bolts, and that's the bit that just happens <laughs> in, in a weird way. But the community and the people side of things are the bit that's I think are kind of special to what we do because we really work hard to make sure that we kind of do those things that we are, you know, it's something that's there for anybody and everybody. And yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm happy with those. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned the free day pass, but if people are listening and they're wanting to kind of talk about the plan they want to go on as well, or if they, you know, I guess you you've got space for people if they're listening and want to want to join how's the best way for them to contact you um yeah there's definitely space for anybody to come and join in or use the space in 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 all the different ways the best way is just via the website we've got the free day pass form you can fill in to just come and register for a day or there's a contact us on there or on the socials on via instagram but any which way, all, all easy. <laughs> yeah. And what's the website address? So it is society1.co.uk. Amazing. Oh, well, Kat, it's been so interesting to talk to you all about that. And I think it's it's a real ahead of its time thing. Like I thought it was something that had come out of the pandemic and that. So to know that it's been like prior to that and it's it's booming now more than ever is such a, it's a ahead of the trend thing, I think. So yeah, thanks again. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been lovely to chat. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.